What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth, coming to you with another episode of the Sharing the Illumination Wealth podcast. For those of you joining us for your first time, this show is to help you achieve the greatest return on your entire financial life by addressing your own personal development, your growth of your financial intelligence and emotional intelligence. We attack wealth building from the inside out. Most people focus on the outside in, which is where results do not get produced because you're trying to solve external internal problems with external solutions. And so if you want to live your best financial life, you need to strategically design it in a way where your money and financial resources serve you to improve the quality of your financial life. Now, over the past few months, we've been spending a lot of time digging deep into issues such as tax, and most recently regarding real estate. And now we wanted to step the conversation up a bit deeper and give you some time to think about how do I go about incorporating real estate strategically into my life? And we want to share with you some examples of how to make it work because there's different ways to become a real estate investor. And each of these ways needs to be the best way for you. And so real estate has a few different ways that you can go about investing in it. You can do it very passively or you could do it very actively. And there's also ways of doing it in between. And the way that you do it has to be a match for the stage of life you are in, the stage of wealth you are in, what your interests, skill sets, hobbies, competitive advantages, and resources are so that you can be spending your time in a way that produces the most happiness and also in a way that can produce wealth. And and if there's going to be a trade-off in happiness for wealth, you need to know what that is. And you need to understand the returns that you're trying to create financially from the way that you address your real estate because your time is worth something. And many times people address real estate without truly understanding what their time is worth. So let's dig in a little bit into just how we can think about being a passive real estate investor or being an active real estate investor and we'll share some examples of friends and clients who have bridged the gap successfully to make sure real estate fits in their financial life and their financial portfolio. So as we were discussing, there are essentially two different ways that you can participate in real estate investment. One is as a passive investor and the other is as an active investor. Now let's break down the differences in these two and discuss a few of the ways that you can become a passive investor in real estate or an active investor in real estate. Passive investing is just like it sounds. It means that you essentially take a hands-off role in the real estate investment 
process. Now, most people, the way that they're able to acquire real investment real estate is in a passive manner is through what's called a real estate investment trust or a REIT, which trades on the publicly traded stock exchanges. You can buy individual REITs that focus on different types of real estate assets, whether it's office, commercial, industrial properties, retail, self-storage, or the like. These REITs have their own unique tax uh, circumstances, as well as the fact that they are tied to the public markets. So there's a very high correlation between REITs and the the stock market. So they actually have the mark-to-market volatility that the stock market may have as well. Maybe not as much, but the underlying value will fluctuate with the psychology of the markets in real time. So there are REIT exchange-traded funds and mutual funds that will give you access to the broad basket of REITs, but REITs are not the same as direct real estate investment. They have different tax treatments, they have different depreciation, different levels of volatility, and so you need to be aware of that as a passive investor. Now, another way that people invest passively in real estate is by becoming a partner with another individual or company that invests in real estate. You can become a limited partner. So as you drive down the road, you might see lots of apartment buildings or office buildings. Well, these companies that purchase and operate those real estate assets typically raise money from people like you or me and to be able to purchase those properties. And so you as a passive investor, if you have access to those, if you know people in the industry, and there's also crowdfunding websites that provide access to it, they allow you to invest directly in underlying real estate as a limited partnership. Now, these structures are different. Because you are a limited partner, you have no control. You will not be acquiring, managing, doing any due diligence, anything on the underlying properties. It's simply you choose whether or not you want to invest. And then all of the work is on the hands of the private real estate sponsor. So it's another way to be passive in your real estate investment, but it has different benefits and different disadvantages that you don't have control. Unlike a publicly traded REIT where you can click a button as a passive investor and get in or get out, this type of passivity, you don't have the ability to do that. You are at the mercy of the sponsor as to when they will make a decision to sell or refinance the property. But it allows you to get access to different types of real estate with different types of tax consequences that might be more beneficial, better potential opportunities than the public markets. So that's another way of becoming a passive real estate investor. Now, an active real estate investor, on the other hand, is one that takes an active role in researching, acquiring, managing, improving real estate 
properties. You are in it. You are in it in a way that make that has you take a hands-on approach. Now, this is unlike pressing a button on your E-Trade or TD Ameritrade account and buying a REIT. This takes work. It takes an interest. It takes dedication. It takes a commitment to becoming a real estate investor on an ongoing basis. But there is a skill that can be developed through that commitment where you have the ability to control the outcome a lot more than you do by simply investing in a REIT online. But it's not for everybody because it does take extraordinary amounts of time. The apartment building that you drove by down the street, if there was a smart real estate investor who purchased that property, in all likelihood, they researched hundreds and hundreds of investments before they selected that one to purchase. So it's not as if it's just let's go out and buy the first deal we see. There's a lot of behind the scenes due diligence research uh, in order to one, make the decision to invest and then to execute on the investment plan once you own that asset. So that is what an active investor does. They take it to the next level and having real estate in their life is an active part of their life, but they set up business structures and business systems around the real estate to make it as efficient as possible. So in essence, it becomes more mailbox money than it does nine to five going into work in order to earn a paycheck. That is the beauty of real estate done right. It can be done in an operating business environment that is controlled by systems and leverage to create efficiencies that have scale. That's how real estate actively is done right. Now that you know the difference between passive real estate investing and active real estate investing, I wanted to give you some examples of how people have incorporated different types of real estate investment strategically into their life to improve their overall quality of life and their overall returns on investment. And so at different stage of, stages of life, there are different ways to invest in real estate. And if you're just starting off and you're young and you're getting, starting to save and put money towards a place of your own, there's ways that you could, what I would call, hack the home buying process. And instead of just buying a place that you live in yourself, perhaps you buy a place that has multiple units and you're able to finance it in a way that gives you the ability to one purchase multiple units but then rent the additional units out in order for you to then make money and pay off your loans faster which will allow you to build equity in the property that you live in. Doing this is something that I didn't do, but if I had to turn back the clocks on how I first became uh, an apartment renter, I would have absolutely 
done this instead. Used the cash that I had saved to purchase a property that I would be able to then rent out to another tenant and allow myself the ability to build equity and grow my wealth that way. It gave me a roof over, would have given me a roof over my head. It would have allowed me to compound and grow my wealth as opposed to renting at that stage of my life. Very easy to do, not a lot of additional maintenance, but it also gives the opportunity for somebody who's young and emerging in their career to get involved in real estate, not just as somebody that has a mortgage and owns a home, but actually make an investment out of it that can pay off over time. So that's one way of getting started in real estate strategically. You could also do the same thing and rent multiple bedroom, you know, own, buy a multiple bedroom place and rent it out to somebody instead of having a separate unit and having that rental income will allow you to then pay down your mortgage faster than what otherwise would be the equivalent of renting. So that's one aspect of real estate. It's not super active, but it also allows you to capitalize on where you're at in your life without having to be a major landlord or property manager. So that's one aspect and one way to get involved in real estate early on in your life without significant sums of capital necessary to go out and buy a 100-unit apartment complex. Now, another way to invest in real estate and get access to real estate is by becoming a lender. Now, for some people, they might not want to fix and flip homes themselves because they don't necessarily have that skill set. But there's people out there who need money to purchase homes that the banks don't lend to. So if you've been a diligent saver, you then could become the bank and lend money at a high interest rate to people who build homes, people who fix and flip homes, and then generate one fees from doing so, and two higher interest rates. Many people have created significant wealth by becoming the bank for real estate fix and flippers and developers. And so this is another way to get involved in real estate. It is more active because you need to do the due diligence to manage risk on the downside, But you also have a margin of safety once you establish your criteria because you're going to be lending to people that have a track record of success, fixing and flipping homes. You're going to be lending based on a um, loan to value ratio that will allow you comfort in the event that they don't perform to then acquire the property. And so here you don't necessarily need to be the real estate investor and scouring for properties. You need to become the bank and make sure that you're the people you're lending money to are qualified and have a good business plan. So that's another way to get access to real estate in an active way. Now, another way that real estate might become a part of your portfolio, and this is where you need to understand who you are as an individual. I, for one, am not a very handy person. It's not what I grew up doing. It's not what my family has much skill in, but there are plenty of people out there who know how to improve homes. And so some people have used their skills 
to buy homes while they need a place to live. They improve the homes with their skills by adding value, by renovating it themselves, putting sweat equity in their homes. And then after several years of that process, they then sell the home and they move on to the next one. And what this does for them, it allows them to capitalize for, for on, on the tax code because it is, you get, there's a capital gains tax exclusion for primary homes if you've lived in it two out of the past five years. And then they also have a roof over the head, living in a home in a neighborhood that they may want. Two, they're doing things that they're good at and that they like. It's what their skill set is. And so they're able to combine and merge those things into one that allows them to invest in real estate in a way that meets up with their passion, hobbies, skill sets, competitive resources, financial means, and where they're at in their lives. So that's another way to merge real estate investing strategically into your life. That for me would not work. Why? Because I want stability in my household. I have two kids. I'm not handy. I can't be improving and renovating a home myself where I have the skill set. I would be paying market prices to do that versus doing it myself. And so it doesn't work for me. So it's really important that whatever strategy you choose is congruent with your life. That is a critical, critical, critical part for you to understand. Another way that we have seen real estate being strategically incorporated into some of our successful clients and friends' lives is not through their skill sets of fixing up homes and being handy, but it's through their professional experience in the real estate industry, whether it is residential real estate brokerage, whether it was commercial real estate brokerage, whether it was financing for real estate investment, both on the commercial as well as the residential side. So over time, they were able to acquire experience knowledge, develop a competitive advantage, open up opportunities that me would not necessarily have because I don't have a place at that table in the real estate industry. And so they were able to see real estate investments that might be mispriced that they could purchase themselves. They were able to learn about the best ways to go about purchasing and acquiring investments so they are able to gain knowledge. And then they were not only able to see those opportunities that might be unique and not on the market, but they are also able to do it at discounted pricing. If you're in the real estate industry and you have a real estate license, you may be able to not have the same fees involved that anyone outside the industry would have to pay when they're purchasing real estate. So they might have these inherent competitive advantages when it comes to real estate investment. So over time, the residential real estate agent or the commercial real estate broker was then able to parlay their experience as a broker into that as an investor. They saw property on the market. They became the acquirer of the property. They weren't necessarily pitching and brokering a deal. They were the ones acquiring that unique investment opportunity that their experience showed was a great possible investment opportunity. 
And so they took that in different paths. Sometimes they might do it themselves and buy a one-off residential re- residential rental home that might have been sold in, at a short sale or at a foreclosure or an off-market opportunity, or for even a larger deal that might be a commercial office or an industrial space, they were then able to purchase it themselves or raise money and partner with other people. They found the deal, they brought the deal to the table, They raised money from other investors who wanted to invest their money in real estate, and they were able not only to get equity in the property, they were able to get a percentage of the profits for bringing the deal to the table. So for them, maybe it wasn't about fixing and flipping homes, but it was using their unique skill set on their day-to-day jobs that they were already involved in to capitalize and build wealth through real estate. So... Another way is how, so this is just more and more of how you can strategically engineer real estate into your life. There are many different ways of going about doing it. Now I'm going to take it a step back and I'm going to tell you something else. We know of other people who have very successful businesses. They might be, they have, might have multi, you know, million dollar businesses, whether they have a law firm or a consulting practice where their time is worth lots of dollars. So if they are spending their time on the weekends fixing up homes or searching for deals that might be better served inside of their business, they might not be at the right stage of life to be doing that despite their unusual skill set. Because if they're trying to build wealth, the best way is to spend time where they have the highest return on investment. So if building their business has the better ROI and better RO return on time, it's not worth sacrificing the time with their family and sacrificing time away from their business for perhaps a 10% return when their own return on investment in their business is significantly higher. So there might be a time and place in their life to do that. The time might not be now. So you need to figure out the stage of life you are at and your skill set and where it's best served. So And on another note, we've had other investors who were very active investors in real estate. They may have had the skill set to do it uh, and the time to be able to do it, but then they realized that they didn't want to do it anymore. They would rather spend their time in other ways. And so they went from being an active investor, owning rental properties, fixing and flipping homes, and they went back and they did it a different way. They became a limited partner and they eventually became partners with people who would invest in apartment complexes, do all the due diligence, do the management, do the management. And all they would need to do is research the sponsors or the companies that are putting on the deals, make sure that those deals met their criteria, investment criteria, and then they would invest in them. So it was no more answering calls from tenants to fix anything up. It was no more dealing with general contractors because that's not what they wanted in their life. They didn't want to be a landlord anymore. They didn't want to be a manager anymore. They wanted their time spent elsewhere. So they stepped out away from being an active investor and became a passive investor, which gave them more time freedom and perhaps even better rates of return than they had doing it themselves because they were now working with institutional quality real estate investors that produced 
great returns and they no longer had to spend the time doing it. So there's many different ways, as you can see, of incorporating real estate strategically into your life design. It needs to work from your monetary standpoint, where you're at financially. It has to work for you from a career perspective. You might be better off focusing on your career and your family than moving it into real estate at the current time. Uh, It has to work for you, for your, you know, skill sets. You might be good at fixing up and rehabbing homes or you might not be. So find the right strategy that fits for your overall financial life. Everything, your happiness, your time, your wealth creation, and what you're looking to create in the future. There is no one size fits all. There's many ways to invest in real estate, but there's only one way that is right for you. So take some time to think about where your interests lie, what you may be good at, how you want to be spending your time, where you could exploit advantages, because perhaps it's not just doing it yourself. It might just be, how do I find people to partner with that allow me exposure here? Or it might also be, I'm really good at this. I need a place to live in. I can fix it up. I'm going to live here for the next couple of years, make some improvements because I'm really good at that. And I will capitalize on the tax code and you use my unique skills to add value. So find what works for you and then strategically engineer it into your life for maximum returns on your entire financial life. So thank you for listening. Hope this was enlightening for you. And I would love to hear some of your plans and how you've experienced real estate investing in the past. So feel free to check us out on Instagram at Illumination Wealth, on Facebook at Illumination Wealth. And feel free to send an email with any feedback, comments, matt at IlluminationWealth.com. Live wealthy, talk soon.